of you up here. Let's go, let's go. Kids, kids, kids. And I also need, oh, that was cute. I saw that. Um, I need all of my helpers too, all of my youth helpers to come on up too, because we're going to be looking up some passages. Kiddos, if you don't have a Bible, there's some on either side of the stage, so grab one. Parents, there should be some in front of you if you want to hand that to your child. And parents, you know whether or not your kid needs you up here, so you make that choice. You're welcome to come up here and join them. We usually have parents come up here. Um, Kiddos, if you brought a little toy or something, take it back. Take your toy back. Um, okay, the good. Toy. No, the Bible's not a toy. The Bible is awesome. Okay, everybody find a spot after you get a Bible. If we run out of Bibles, parents, can you hold some up? I should be in the seat backs. Guys are doing good. All my youth helpers, moms and dads, you're welcome up here. Kiddos, you're going to sit on the floor on your pockets. On the floor on your pockets. Oh, 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 oh. So every time we are in our classrooms, we are in the Word of God. We open up Bibles in every classroom, even in the little tiny classrooms, okay? We know that what's in here is true, and we can trust it. So we try. Even if it takes time, we open them up, and we find the words that God wants to tell us that day, don't we? Well, I'm super excited you guys are here. How many of you had candy for breakfast? Yeah, yeah, uh huh. I knew that was going to happen. That's why I canceled classes. That's why. No, that's not really why I canceled classes. But yes, um, we knew that was going to happen. And so we wanted to be in here and have fun together. But I want to tell you guys a little bit of a sad story, okay? Because even though this weekend is super fun, we've gotten lots of free candy. Did anybody's bags rip last night? You got so much candy? Raise your hand if your bag tore. Yeah. Yes. Your bucket cracked. Oh my goodness. Yes. Awesome. Okay, y'all have a seat. Isn't it fun? Because this time of year, we get to be super silly and we get to see a lot of people on our streets or in our neighborhoods that we don't always get to see. All right, kiddos, are you ready? I'm going to get a little bit sad for just a minute, and then we're going to talk about why it's important to know it, okay? There is a little boy, 10 years old, and he lives in a town just like ours. He's got awesome parents just like yours, and he's having a little bit of trouble with his eye. So his mom said, we should go to the doctor and see what's going on. So they went to the doctor, and the boy rode in the car just like you would have. And the boy got out of the car and walked in the doctor's office. And he talked to the doctor just like you do. And the doctor found out that behind his eye he could see something growing. The boy had something growing inside of his head that's not supposed to be there. It was called cancer. Yeah. It's a scary word, isn't it? Now, that was 15 days ago that that boy got up and got dressed, got in the car and went to the doctor. And today, he's in a wheelchair. And he can't really talk anymore because the cancer that's growing inside of his brain is really fast. Now, kids, if you asked me today or you asked Mr. Ross or even your mom and dad, 
Why is God letting that happen? We would tell you the truth. We don't know. We don't know why God's letting that sad thing happen. But we do know that God cares. And we do know that God has compassion. That is a huge word that we're going to figure out today. And then we're going to talk more about this little boy, Kyler. His name's Kyler Bradley. Okay, so everybody look at me. We're going to stop and pray. You guys put your hands together. Stop turning the pages. That's good. You can say what I say right after me, okay? If you want to, you don't have to. Dear God, thank you for today. Thank you, love me. Thank you that my family loves me. Help me to learn to have a quiet body and a heart that listens. Amen. Good. Okay, so this word compassion, does any of you know what you think it means? What do you think compassion means? Raise your hand if you think you can define it. Yes, Olivia, what do you think? I can help you. Yes, I can. Can anybody else help her? Eli, what do you think compassion means? It's a big word. It's a hard word. You forgot? Yes. What? Calm. You think it means calm? Not quite. Anybody else want to try? Cruz? Not mad. It's a big, hard word. Anybody else? What do you think, Asher? A part of your heart? Well, it uses a part of your heart. That's a good choice. Yes, what do you think? Huh? Patient? Not quite. Evan? No? Okay, parents, let's help them. Who in here thinks they can define completely the word compassion? Owen, you think you know? What? No? All right, a grown-up. What grown-up in here thinks they can define compassion? I'm going to pick on someone. Troy Reese. Hey, what did he say? He doesn't have compassion. That's not true. Preston, take a stab at it. Compassion is a hard one because it's more than just feeling. Hannah, what? Love, it's a big complicated one. All right, compassion. It means you feel so badly that someone is hurting that you want to help take some of the pain away. So it's two parts. Number one, it means you feel. Everyone put your hand on your, on your heart. Say, I feel so badly. And I want to take some pain away. That's right. That's what compassion is, okay? Now, you can have empathy or sympathy for someone. Those are big words, too. And that just means, oh, bless her heart. I am feeling so sad for you. But it doesn't mean really that you do anything. Compassion means you want to help change things, okay? So we're going to talk about what that looks like. Now, from the very beginning, God has had compassion for us. See, when we were his really good friends and then we messed up and broke things, 
when we broke our friendship, he had compassion. He said, oh, I don't want Colton to feel lonely. And I don't want Maddie to feel sad that she can't have a friendship with me. So from the very beginning, he figured out a way for us to have a friendship with him again. And he said, a redeemer. Who's the redeemer? Shout it out. Everybody big. Jesus is the Redeemer. We talk about him all the time, don't we? Jesus is our Redeemer. And so God sent the Redeemer so that we could... Everybody close up your Bibles for just a minute. Put them down on the ground. Very good. And find my face. It's cute today. I brushed my teeth and everything. That's good. Okay, so from the very beginning, God's had compassion for you, Campbell. Do you know that God cares so much about you? Did you know that? He cares so much about Campbell Beebe that he made a way for you to know him. And so much for Tyler. I know, that's how it should feel. It's pretty awesome. So we're going to look in the Bible a crazy kind of love. Everyone find Exodus 34. Exodus 34 is in the very front. There's a book right before it called Genesis. And then there's Exodus. Now, my big helpers, my older kids, I need you to help the little ones, okay? What, what is the verse? Exodus 34. Okay. Good job. Okay, parents, we're all turning to verse 5. Good job. Good helping. Exodus 34, 5. We're going to talk about, parents, um, two Hebrew words while the kids are finding this. There's two Hebrew words that explain God's love in the beginning of the Bible. Okay, One is hesed, and the other is hraman. One of them means strong, steady love, and the other one means mercy. And when he talks about his Israelites in the beginning of the Bible, those are the words that are used. A steady, strong love and mercy. Okay, kids, are most of you there? If you're not there yet, you can share with a friend that's older, okay? You can share with a friend that's older. Good. Okay, who's a good reader in here? Harish, come on up. You got me, Eric? There you go. 34, 5. Go ahead. When the Lord came with... That's okay, go ahead. Like then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with them and proclaimed his name, the Lord. Keep going. All the way through seven. And, and he passed in front of Moses proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and graceful and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love, and, and slow, to in, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Good. There you go. Thank you, Harish. Okay, so this goes on to talk about how 
the justice that God has to have for those that aren't in his family or choose not to be in his family. But that part of the verse is talking about those who do and how God is very slow to get angry. Do moms and dads always, are we always slow to get angry? My kids have a very funny look on their face right now. Not slow to get angry all the time. Yeah, but our God in heaven is slow to get angry. And he has so much love and so much mercy and so much strong, steady love that he has compassion for us. And this verse in Exodus talks all about that. We're going to look at how it's hard to have that kind of love for others. Do you know why we don't always have that kind of love for other people? Yes. Do you do? What's one reason? What's one reason we have a hard time having that kind of love for people? Sometimes we just don't see it. So I need Kinnick. Come up. Come up, Evan. Eva. Finley. Okay. So we're going to use them as an example of why it's sometimes hard. Everyone grab one of these. Go to the front of the stage. And look at yourself. Not, not yet, Noel. I'll use you next. No, look at yourself. Oh, that was cute. Did you see Finley? She's admiring her pretty hairdo today. That looked like a selfie. Have you done selfies much, Finley? Yeah. Got it. Okay, everyone, look at yourself. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. Okay, are you looking? Only look at yourself. So a lot of times we forget to have compassion for people because we, we just don't see them. Why do we not see them? Because we're only thinking about ourselves. Now, when you get home from school and you're thinking about the day that you had and your brother runs into you and drops his backpack on your foot, the first thing that some, we sometimes do is, ah, uh, gosh, you're so mean. I don't do that. Sometimes you do. No, I don't. And the reason is Eva's thinking about herself at that time. We forget sometimes to stop and turn around and go, whoa, you have a huge new bruise on your face. What happened? Did you fall on the playground? Like, brother had a hard day, but she's only thinking about herself. I'm just using you as an example. I'm making this up. This didn't really happen. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> okay? So we have to put down our mirrors sometimes. Don't really put it down right now. It'll break. Now, Evan... When you're looking in your mirror, or maybe an iPhone, or a TV, or a Minecraft box, sometimes it's hard to realize that mom's having a hard day. So when she's like, Evan, I need you to clean up those dishes and sweep up the mess you made. Oh, oh no, mom. It's hard to have compassion for mom when we're only thinking and looking at ourselves. Because if you turned and put it down or turned off the Xbox or put down the iPhone or the iPad, you would see, whoa, mom just dropped a whole jar of brand new organic jelly, non-GMO. And she's got to spend extra time doing that. So I should have compassion See that mom is in pain and see what I can do to help. It's hard though, isn't it? 
Yes. It's hard when the Xbox is on, I know. Now, this happens to each one of us. It might be at school. She's thinking about a test that's coming up, but she doesn't realize so you have a reflector on yours, so everyone's getting a show from you. You put it down. She might forget that there's a girl at lunch that never has a friend to sit with, and she's got to put down her mirror and everything that she's thinking about herself and have compassion for the girl who really needs a friend today. This happens on the playground. There's a place called, uh, there's a school. You guys, can, you three can go sit down. Just leave your mirrors right there. There's a, there's a school that has, um, Noah, no thank you. No thank you. Uh-oh. You put it back for me? Thank you. That's awesome. I thank you for being my hero. Um, there's a school that has a really cool thing on the playground called a buddy bench, okay? And when kids are sad and they don't feel like they have anyone to play with, kids go sit on the buddy bench. How many of your kids, how many of you, would be all, hey, I need a friend today? I probably wouldn't. I would be too embarrassed. And so sometimes if we put down our mirrors and we realize that other kids need a friend because they're not going to sit on the buddy bench and they're not going to wave a flag, we have to look, we have to see. Okay, you guys can sit down. I need Noah. I need Kate and Riley and Nolan and Hector. Okay, put the mirrors down. Here's another reason that it's hard. Come here. Let's pretend that all your friends, your parents, are in a small group together. Come here, Noah. They're all in a small group together. Now circle up and look at each other. Come on, Noah. Circle up and look at each other. They're all in a small group together. And you guys are like the closest friends ever. You all like the same things, and you get to see each other every week, and it's really fun, and you can't wait. We're talking about football. It's awesome. Well, I just searched football. I know. I heard you. So, these kids have such fun community together, and that's a good thing. It's a good thing to have close friends. But sometimes we forget. Come here, Sawyer. Come here. Want to get on stage? Come on. Sometimes we forget, and parents, we're really bad at this. I'm bad at this. This is something for us to stop and listen to. Come here. We forget. You guys be close friends. Pretend that Noah and Sawyer are not related. Look at your close friends. Okay, you guys are all talking. Get in the little huddle. Put your arms around each other. Get in a little huddle. Little huddle. No, Sawyer's not in the group yet. Now, Sawyer's new, okay? Hey. 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 Are you sad, Sawyer? They won't let you in to play reindeer games. Okay, you go sit down. Okay. So y'all turn around and look at the group. It is awesome to have good close friends. And you guys are going to have time to be good close friends a lot. But when we're in certain places, like maybe school or maybe church on Sunday morning, and there's a new kid, our circles can't be so tight that we forget to leave a spot for a new person. Does that happen sometimes? It happens to us grown-ups sometimes. It does. It does. Okay, y'all go sit down. So the biggest problem we have is not seeing that there's someone else new because we forget to look. We're too focused on us or the thing in front of us or 
We're too focused on our tight little group of friends that we forget there's new people that are hurting. So let's look up one more verse. Are you ready? It's in a book called Matthew. Now that's all the way towards the back. Everyone go to Matthew. You're going to go to book nine, Matthew nine. You want mama? You want to go to mama? You can. Yeah. Come on, let's go to mama. Come here, sweetie. Come here. Stand up. I'll get mama. This one wants mama. Where's mama? Look, there she is. Look, that's compassion right there. See, mommy sees that you're sad, and mommy wants to take the sad away. That's compassion. See that? There you go. Let her through, sweetie. Okay, 936. 936. Who's got it? Who's got 936? Riley? I don't know what that is. It's okay. Riley will share with you. You got it? Good. Matthew 9.36. If you don't have it, it's okay. We're going to listen. Riley, you got it? Okay. Come on. Come on, Riley. It's okay. These storybook Bibles are beautiful and awesome, parents. But as soon as you can, we want to get them one with the books and the chapters. And if you can't do that, come to me because I have a lot of them and I'm happy to share. Go ahead, sweetie. You read that one? When he saw the crowds, he had compa- he had compassion for them because they were harassed, harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Very good. Okay, you can sit down. Okay, so we saw two things in that verse. Does anybody know what we saw? We s- what did we see? Tell me. People were sad, they were harassed, they were hurting, right? Okay? And so we, Jesus saw them, and he had compassion on them. But the verse goes a little bit further. Can you listen to me super fast? Pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest and ask him to send more workers into his field. You know who the workers are? You're the workers! worker. Look at your parents and point at them and say, you're the worker too. I know. So here's the thing, guys. Last night, you all saw a lot of neighbors that you don't usually see. People that, there's people that come out of their house that have never come out of their house before. They just stay in their house and they go out their, their little garage in their car and they pull back in. And last night's the only night you may have met that person that's maybe lived there three or four years. Moms and dads, it's our chance. It's our chance to say, hey, it was fun stopping by your house. I loved meeting you. We'd love to have you over for pizza night on Friday. We'd love to have you over for football. Sawyer, there's probably a kid in your class that needs a friend. Mine too. And you can see it, feel it, and then go. All right? I want you guys to say that. See it? Feel it? 
and go. Now, 10-year-old Kyler, you remember me talking about him? 10-year-old Kyler. His friends threw him an amazing fall carnival last night. All right? They got bounce houses, and they got cotton candy, and they got all kinds of amazing treats and silly string, and they've also done some other amazing things. They have made it possible for Kyler to go to school. They have changed up the classroom so that he can be a part of it, and he's asked them to pray for him, and they do. Because this is their chance to see it, feel it, and join it. And that's what they're doing. That's what God asks us to do all the time. He says he wants us to see someone's pain, feel it with them, and go. There's a sweet little story about um, a neighbor who lost her husband. She was an older lady. And she lost her husband. And it was really sad. And one day she was sitting on the porch like she always did. And she was sad and she was crying. Now, grown-ups, we have a hard time deciding what we should say, what we should bring. Should we offer to do something? Should we get this? Oh, no, what if they can't eat that? What if they're allergic to that? What should we do? And so sometimes we end up doing nothing. But you know what this one kid in the neighborhood did? He went over and he crawled up in her lap. He saw her and he felt sad with her. And he joined her. He didn't say anything. He didn't bring her anything. He just let her cry. So when you see a friend who's sad, you don't have to have something special to say. You don't have to have something special to bring. Sometimes it's better if you don't say anything. You just see it. You feel it, and you join it. Can we try saying that together? See it? See it. Feel it? Feel it. Join it. Join it. Join it. And that is how you define compassion. Now, if you guys use that word at preschool or school tomorrow, compassion, I guarantee you, your teacher is going to be like, huh? Where did you learn that word? Compassion. See it? Feel it? Join it. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for this place. Thank you for your love. Thank you that you made it so I can know you. I want to see it and feel it. Help me to join it. Amen.